0: Welcome to Saturday Bite Live. I'm your host, Aaron James Messias. Face Off 2018 is upon us as the San Jose Sharks enter their 27th year in the National Hockey League. The expectations in the Bay Area are higher now than ever as Los Tiburones spent the off season putting together a team that is considered to have the best chances in the league to raise the Stanley Cup. We will bring you up to speed with all the off season moves, deals, and more in this inaugural show, dedicated and honored to chronicle the legacy of the Bay Area's professional hockey team. Welcome back to Saturday Bite Live. I'm your host, Aaron James Macias. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Saturday Bite. Don't forget to check out the website. It's the inaugural show. We are launching first weekend, first Saturday of the NHL season. I'm excited to bring this to you live from the South Bay, the capital of Silicon Valley, the first capital of the state of California, to be honest with you. But enough about that. Let's talk about the Sharks. This off season has been tremendous with moves, trades, contracts and free agent signings so let's jump right into the details in case you missed it Tomas Hurdle re-signed for a four-year contract Logan Couture got an eight-year contract extension worth 64 million dollars Evander Kane of course at the tail end of last season had his contract extended for seven years and Joe Thornton signed a one-year contract as a free agent think about that folks Joe Thornton was a free agent, probably no longer than 24 hours, but nonetheless, we could have seen Big Joe on another team. So Eric Carlson commented on a remark that Drew Dallatry made. He's a defenseman for the Los Angeles Kings. Sounds it has two of the best defensemen in the league. We have the number one defensive pairing in professional hockey. Now down in SoCal, down in SoCal, you got Drew over there making comments about how he's interested in seeing this dynamic play out, Burns and Carlson. His revoke was pretty much like, these are two guys who are like the same card. They bought they both want to have the puck at key moments in the game. They both want to be the guy on the power play. They want to be the guy to get the assist. They want to get they want to be the guy to get the goal. You know what I'm saying? Or do you know what he's saying? <laughs> Long story short, this guy is trying to like, you know, throw it out there that Maybe these two won't work well together Because they're more about themselves These more self-absorbed players They want to be the number one guy After all Both of them were Awarded best defensemen in the league That's right They got Trophy Case Saying they're Professional Hockey's best defenseman. But now both of them Are on the same squad This is awesome for Sharks fans And obviously Something to be A little terrified about If you're in LA A little terrified That's right Carlson replied saying that, you know what, he never got a chance to play against Drew Doughtry and the LA Kings, being that he was in Ottawa with the Senators, he was the captain of the Senators, he was more in the Eastern Conference, barely got to dance with the Kings that often, I was about to say Queens, but you know, don't want to sound insensitive, back to the story, Carlson says he looks forward. He looks forward to playing them more often this season. Not that there'll be much chances of two of the guys at the blue line meeting face-to-face in the ice, but, you know, the opportunity might be there. In other words, Carlson's saying, can't wait to bring it on the rink. That's right. You know Carlson is the second captain that the San Jose Sharks made a blockbuster trade for. The first was Joe Thornton. In my opinion. Some people might want to go back to the early 90's and say otherwise. Vincent Donfoots was a captain of the Montreal Canadiens and he came through and played until We've had a lot of leaders on our squad. These sharks, these waters, man. They run deep. Very excited about Carlson being on the squad. Just as much as I'm excited about Evander Kane. That's right. That guy is living up to his contract. Two goals in two games. That guy knows how to deep. He's making some moves. Making some moves on the ice and getting them goals with them sniper shots. Was it a twisted wrister? Is that what it's called? From the um, Bay Area broadcast television team? Nonetheless, he he was outstanding. You know who was outstanding too? Also got a four-year deal on the offseason. Ninja Hurdle. That's right, Thomas Hurdle, man, what a move on game one against the Anaheim Ducks. Scoring that second goal, breaking the 1-1 tie at that moment in the game. The Sharks did fall 5-2. Most of those goals being taken um, on the man advantage. So the penalty kill needed some improvement, which happened in game two. Los Angeles Kings could not score in their five opportunities with one of our Sharks in the Simbin. The hype is real. I don't believe there has been a more surreal time to say that the Sharks can raise the Stanley Cup than this year. We've had we've had some great squads We've had some great squads over the years. Some way or another, we fell to legitimate cup contenders. that's That's just the way it is, professional sports. But we have always been playoff bound. We've always been a great team. We came very close to being one of the greatest teams and getting... The San Jose Sharks and when I say we, I mean as a fan of the game. I'm not mean literally before some of you guys try to go out there and spoil the moment. I know I'm not out there skating, but I'm a fan and I'm watching them skate just like you guys are fans and you gals are fans and you're watching them out there skate and hustle season in and season out. And it's it's kinda sad because here in the Bay Area everyone has that um, that stereotype that they put on the Sharks, saying, like, oh, you know, they're going to choke. They're never going to make it. They always go to playoffs. They start strong and then they fall off. Well, two years ago, they came close. They came very close to etching their name on that Stanley Cup. You know, there's this is a great book while I'm in the middle of all this. Memories in uh, Sharks history Kind of a morbid title But a great read 100 Things Sharks Fans Should Know And Do It's by Ross McKeon It's uh, got a forward by Doug Wilson I believe it's published by Triumph Books But uh, you know they have some great storytelling and um, recapturing and presenting that are those special moments in Sharks history.
1: <clears throat>
0: I remember my first game. My first game was in 1999. Now I remember in 1991 when the San Jose Sharks came to the Bay Area. Uh, I was in elementary school and they came around on rollerblades and they came through with Sharky, and they were explaining the sport of hockey. It was really awesome. Maybe m- maybe the years might be one or two off. Who knows? But I remember I was in elementary. Old Linder, by the way. That's in San Jose, California. <clears throat> so it took about eight more years or so to actually get into the Shark Tank and witness the game live. And ever since I've been hooked pardon the expression since we're sharks but that's right anyways it was against the edmonton oilers it was a tie in overtime back when overtimes used to have um, no results no victors and since then man it's been it's just been amazing watching the team and what they do on the ice and i'm very excited about this season coming because We have been deemed like second best chances of raising the cup. Which is not bad. We've been second best before. We need to get number one. We need to be number one. The Sharks need to get that cup. That's what I'm saying. All right, welcome back to Saturday Byte Live. We have a very special guest on the line today. He is our Sharks insider. You could catch him every home game at the Tank. None other than the Tank, Benito Juarez. Benito, how you doing today, man?
1: Yo, what's good? What's good, man? What's up, Play? What's happening, man? Uh, you know, just
0: trying to talk to everyone out there in the world, let them know how excited we are for this 27th season until.
1: Uh. You have no idea, especially since I I work at the Tank, you know, a lot of insights, a lot of famous former hockey players, you know, from Randy Hahn to Owen Nolan to um, um, Douglas Murray.
0: For sure. So you get to see a lot of the Sharks uh, alumni over there as well as some um, of their media members, right?
1: Yeah, not only that, but we also hosted the Canadian, Canadian Troops.
0: That's right. It was Fleet uh, fleek. Hey, talking fleek about the week. youth. It was Fleet Week here in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area, and I understand that the Canadian Navy made its way here under the Golden Gate, and we treated to a hockey game.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Pretty was interesting, even though it was the game game opener, even though the Sharks lost, but it was an experience that you know to have when you come to the arena to the SAP Center because it's, it's the home of the Sharks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, what? the Sound of the Sharks had the honor of the first face-off in NHL on Wednesday Night Rivalry on NBC Sports. And uh, despite the loss, the Sharks looked very stylish when they scored, didn't they?
1: Oh, yeah, they did. But the only thing is, they had, it was only that one game where they had trouble, how can I put it, trouble trying to find the right play style with each other.
0: Yeah, I feel you. Uh, that definitely improved. I think what it really was was the... Um, the penalty kill. It was five for five against the Kings, and not so great against the Ducks.
1: Good, it's exactly. But the thing is, Sharks actually pulled it off in overtime.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of people were talking about Martin Jones and his his play, and if it may have you know digressed, perhaps you know he wasn't as good as he used to be. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you feel about that, man?
1: Well, I'll put it this way: as much the, you know, the game I was watching yesterday, and the day the game I was watching when I was working on Wednesday for the uh, opener, he he lets in a lot of easy goals. <laughs> a lot of goals that could be easily been saved, but he just doesn't make the effort of saving those goals, Let's save them. I was just mentioning just that in.
0: earlier in the in the in the bro- in the program. I was just mentioning how it looks like he wasn't really trying on some of those, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. As I'm saying, he's just letting goals in. Like he didn't want to play.
0: You think the pressure is on him because of Aaron Dell?
1: I think so too. You never know. Dell might be the diamond in a rough goaltender that we might be looking for. You know. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Hey, how was it like uh, seeing Kane light the lamp, man?
1: Hey, it's really interesting because they have like that's basically like I keep saying for for years that like, we need the younger generation to step it up. We need them to start scoring. We need them to be playmakers. Do we need them to step it up and help the Sharks win? Because tomorrow's harder steps up. And we haven't had it yet for our mom. who has it? we haven't had Joe Thornton Thornton hasn't had his fancy new beard shaved off so it's like we no, need a I, fresh new team
0: I definitely feel you uh Thornton did have an assist against the Kings so you know we get to kind of get that classic Joe going on with that classic look uh you mentioned Hurdle you know looking and living up to that nickname Ninja Hurdle with that second goal against the Ducks man
1: that was a that was a beauty yeah that was a, that was a beauty.
0: You know him, him and Kane, Their ability to deke is just outstanding.
1: You know the two, the two, two people. I'm um, looking forward to actually see like light up Burns and um, Carson. Yeah. I want to see those two ste- like just light up the, the ice. You know, two. The, 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 you know, it'd be like the um, watching. You remember how um, the Mighty dust movie and all that. You know how like number two. When they had the Bash Brothers,
0: yeah, yeah, I remember that for sure.
1: That's what's gonna be for the Sharks when we have Carson and Burns, like you know, smashing together. That's gonna be the Bash Brothers of the Sharks.
0: For sure, man. I definitely um, look forward to both of them on that first line. Hey, um, let me ask you a question. Since you are there at the tank, you know, donning that awesome blue blazer, <laughs> uh, where can people find you if they want to connect with Benito Juarez?
1: Well, you can find me at one or two locations. You can find me, you know, at the bottom of the arena when you enter from, say, from the from Ace, from B-side, or as we call it, the C-side. It's like from the back, from the back streets, heading from San Jose Airport. Or you can catch another side and you catch me upstairs if you have, you know, if you're in the streets upstairs, in the penthouse, you can catch me up there, man.
0: That's what's up, man. Hey, uh, really quick, what kind of events are coming up for the uh, SAP Center? Or the Shark Let's Tank? Let's see,
1: right <laughs> Let's see what's coming up right now. As I'm, I could tell you right now, it's coming up in the near few weeks. Is going to be besides Barracudas. Is going to be um, uh, there's going to be Lakers versus Warriors in the preseason So There's going to be Disney All Night is going to be coming. The 18th Sharks will be back home. Nice. And then following like almost till the following week, the Sharks will be back for I guess on the. Twenty seventh I wanna say? Twenty sixth, I could be wrong, but I will check that out. But isn't there then, some kind
0: of like special um event going on this month? They're handing out jerseys.
1: That's exactly I think that's correct. It is for um, uh, it's not Star Wars nine. Star Wars nine is next month. I think it's for um the uh, what do you call it? What do you call it? The Day of the Dead jerseys or whatever. I think it was.
0: Los Tiburones.
1: Yes, Los Tiburones jerseys. Those are those are the jerseys that are coming out today.
0: They are Themed after Day to Dead, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they, they are the same
1: concept, same look.
0: Uh, last season was like more of an Aztec look, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, I'm definitely digging those uh, special events, especially when you get jerseys, right?
1: Oh yeah, especially those. And check this out though, because and Oct- October 18th, you know, you know, the new jerseys, the style jerseys that came out, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna, I, as I, read, I got an email saying that the Sharks are gonna be wearing right those jerseys for that game.
0: All right, that's what I'm talking about. Get to see them stealth sharks in action.
1: Yeah, exactly, man. Because if we all know about sharks, that sharks are to hunt in the shadows of the ocean. You know what I mean? Like, they, get, like they, um, they, they, they jump high, you know, but they fly out of the ocean, out of the deep. You know, so that's why they're gonna be the shark. that's why the stealth
0: The air shark in that bad boy, right?
1: Yeah, there you go. It's not like Air Jordan; it's Air Sharky. You know,
0: <laughs> for sure, man. Hey, um. Are you guys looking forward to the NHL All-Star game that's going to be in the arena?
1: Oh, no, no doubt. See, if I'm not say, you know, the thing is, uh I'm hoping I'm going to get tickets to that game, but if I don't, I ain't sure because I want to work that day because it would be kind of dope to work.
0: <laughs> Either way, you'll be there, right?
1: Either way, I would be there just to see. And, and because of that, also, you know, how many famous people I would see, how, much, um, how many alumni I would see, how many, you know, announcers or whoever I want to see out there in the penthouses.
0: So for the listeners out there, that means be there. Be at the you gotta NHL
1: All-Star Game. All-Stars. Exactly. You got to be there. Exactly. Be there. See, there's going to be a big, giant party there. They should, do a, gonna be.
0: they should do a Space Jam version of the NHL, right? Have, like, an oh, NHL Monstars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, they should. They should. You know what they should? They should do the uh, they should bring back the old school Duck cartoon and the and the Street Sharks movie and Street Sharks cartoon and just have them battle like and I can hop again.
0: <laughs> have the Mighty Ducks versus the Street Sharks. It'd be like a little theme.
1: San versus versus uh, Anaheim. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we, see. That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. Near future, near future. Watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna on that. We're like, hey, I got an idea for like a, you know, like a like a design and all that. Just chat on that for like the shocks play the Ducks and, you know, play, spear, uh, play it all. They're like, hey, this should be the Rally Cow look. Blah.
0: Nah. <laughs> that's, actually, that's actually a pretty, pretty good idea. I mean, uh, last season was Duck Hunt, right?
1: Yep, exactly. And what's a better way than putting other classic cartoons on it?
0: For sure. Yeah, it's definitely uh, nostalgic this past couple uh, seasons, right? They're doing a lot of the throwbacks. Uh, Joe Thorne himself looks like nostalgic Joe without the beard.
1: It's kind of It's kind of weird, like, I looked. I was looking online, and somebody pointed out that it's kind of hard to point out Joe Thornton without the beard.
0: <laughs> He's the big guy wearing number 19 with an assistant captain's uh, patch on the sweater. So I'm pretty sure if you know who Joe Thornton is, who is the Sharks' only MVP, you are a league MVP, you, know, you won't miss him out there, beard or not. As a matter of fact... Um, I was just mentioning how I was glad that the beard, the bearded era is over. I mean, I think it lived up to its uh, potential once it was on the ESPN Body Issue magazine. I don't know if you recall that.
1: Yeah, oh God, And Burns. Yeah, and Burns. <laughs> you know, you know, I was thinking about because I was talking to my coworkers at work. I was thinking like, how did that whole conversation play out? What, how did they come? How did they kind conversation? Hey, let me shave your beard, okay? How did Branson to and shave his beard? That's how I want
0: to know. How did that conversation happen?
1: <laughs> he lost a bet. <laughs> he lost a
0: bet. You know what, though? He it's, lost in, a bet. In all honesty, I'm very glad we got Joe Thornton on the team. He was actually released as a free agent, and then 24 hours later, he was signed to a one year deal with San Jose. Uh, there is a slim chance that we could have seen him go another direction like Marlo did.
1: Well, hey, anyway, but I'm glad he stayed with the team. And unlike Marlo, who is basically being an all star where he's at right now.
0: Yeah, he's definitely, um, you know, one of the Maple Leafs top guys. As a matter of fact, there was just a story on him not too long ago about how he's bringing praise to some of the talent on the Maple Leafs. And when you get praise from a 20-plus year guy who's played with a collection of, of the league's top talent, you know, that's something that you you know, you take to heart. You just don't dismiss it. Um, anyways, um, we got Benito, the Tank Juarez, on the line I'd like to thank you for taking time to you know, join us on the podcast. If, you ever, if there's ever a time you want to do Saturday Bite live in the studio, man, uh, feel free to drop by. And once again, everyone who's listening out there, you can connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Saturday Bite. Um Expect to hear more from our insider, our Sharks insider guy. He's in the tank. He's swimming with the Sharks. This is Benito Juarez.
1: I uh, probably yeah, uh, thanks for having me on the show thanks for having me on the show. But uh, you know, I gotta get back to the tank right now, you know, I gotta handle business over there.
0: Alright, buddy, you all have a good one over there, man. Go sharks.
1: All right man. Go sharks.
0: to a segment of the show that we call the Shark Ages. The Shark Ages will focus on the most memorable players and moments in Sharks history. This week in Sharks history, October 3rd, 2009, San Jose's of getting to Bokov recorded his 250th career victory by beating the Anaheim Ducks. October 4th of 1999, this was an awesome moment, the first ever double hat trick. In Sharks history. None other than. Number 39 and number 11. Jeff Friesen. And Owen Nolan. They did that. In a victory. Against the Blackhawks. October 5th. 2015. Joe Pavelski was named. The ninth team captain. In franchise history. And on this day. October 6, 1994, the Sharks announced the formation of the Sharks Foundation. Now we'll shift the spotlight onto goaltender Evgeny Nabokov. Evgeny Nabokov was selected by the Sounds of the Sharks in the 1994 draft. He made his NHL debut on the 1st of January in the year 2000 in relief for Steve Shields. Everyone remembers Steve Shields, right? Them goaltender pads with the Sharks. That was amazing. But back to Nabokov. In the second game of the 2000 2001 season, Shields injured his ankle and Nabokov took over as a starting goaltender. His impressive play in 66 games earned him Rookie of the Year recognition with winning the Calder Memorial Trophy. On March 10th, In 2002, Nabokov became the seventh goalie in NHL history to score a goal with an Ethernet shot against the Vancouver Canucks. Simultaneously, he became the first goalie to score on the power play. Nabokov was named one of the most elite goalies by ESPN. The magazine and proved worthy of the title when he started 43 games in a row in the 2006-2007 season. Nabokov still holds nearly every franchise record for goaltending with the San Jose Sharks, and was the first goalie to get the franchise into the Western Conference Finals. Now imagine that, still holds franchise records. Nabokov was named on the All-Star team twice until, and recorded 41 wins when the Sharks were awarded the President's Trophy as the number one overall team in the NHL, for the 2008 2009 season on February 11 2010 Nabokov had a career-high 50 saves in the 3 2 shootout victory against the Detroit Red Wings and he set a new NHL record for 11 consecutive victories on the road man those are the years five years later Nabokov made his return to the Sharks and retired until now This year, Wednesday, November 14th, at the SAP Center, Nabokov will be honored at the annual San Jose Sports Hall of Fame uh, Enshrinement Banquet. Pardon me. He is entering the Hall of Fame for the Bay Area baby, Bay Area Sports. That's right. Nabokov, his career numbers. 353 victories, 0.911 save percentage, 59 shutouts. He set the standard for what it meant to be between those goalposts. That's right. Nabokov is my favorite player. He actually inspired me to play goaltender in hockey. And he'll be honored this year. He will join other sharks that were inducted in the San Jose Sports Hall of Fame. Doug Wilson, Owen Nolan, Artis Herbe, and the original owner, George Gunda III. This has been the Shark Ages. You're listening to Saturday Bite Live.